0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Many of us want to be awakened. You probably wouldn't be watching this series if this wasn't important to you in some way and the ego mind is slippery. It often doesn't want to let go of its position of dominance, so it does what it can to fool us into thinking that we're making major progress when actually we're still totally bound up in our minds and have lots more distortion patterns to release. In today's episode, we discuss what the ego is and what to look out for so we don't get caught spinning in the lower level distortion patterns of the ego and just believing that we're making major progress towards awakening rather than truly accelerating forward. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens, and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that, without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's jump right in.
1: Okay, Karen, this is a cool topic. Mm -hmm. So just to clarify, masquerades as in disguises itself. Yeah, or pretends to be. Or pretends to be. Okay. So when the ego pretends to be this awakened thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, So let's start with the... um, Telling people what even is ego? How would you kind of define that? Sure. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and there's a lot written about this, right? I mean, there's like reams of books about like what is the ego. Okay, so if anybody different religions, yeah, yeah. different religions, different psychologies, like lots of books written. Yeah. (laughs) So, but for the purposes of discussion, from the way I'm speaking about it in my perspective, it the ego is an aspect of the mind. It is the thing that creates identity. It's the thing that creates all of your thoughts, beliefs, conclusions, assumptions, your stories. Okay? It's what you think is you. And Mm -hmm. often people, um, or perhaps you have heard me talk about the little S self. Okay? It's, that's the ego mind, where you think that everything is about your thoughts because you think your thoughts are you, without realizing that you are, yes, your thoughts are an aspect of you. Mm-hmm. and there's something grander, mm-hmm. right? What I call the big S self. This is you identified from spirit. So you are not your thoughts, okay? They are something that you have, but they're, they don't define you. And a lot of people think, because we have so many thoughts, and they're so loud, yeah. and they're in our heads. Constantly. So, constantly, <laughs> right? And you're like, wow shut up, right? Mm-hmm. And you think, wow, well, they must be real because they're with us all the time. Mm-hmm. But they aren't you. And so part of what frequency work is, is as you release your distortion patterns, you start to get more space from your thoughts why because your distortion patterns create your thoughts they create your thoughts and your emotions and if you notice a lot of your thoughts are repetitive and so are your emotions they're the same ones over and over and over again and they're not the same as everyone else's right like what you have when i have is mm-hmm. repeating or recurring thoughts or emotions are not the same mm-hmm. and what i will say is that thank god is my experience of it. And I used to have a very chattery mind, like incessantly talking. And I had a very strong mind. So I remembered everything. Like I could tell you what Chris ate on our second date and what I was wearing, what he was wearing. I know. oh Crazy. That's exhausting to <laughs> hold all of that. I exactly. Think. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So anyway, I used to be able to do that. And so I had a very, very chattery mind. It was very loud. And I really wanted to control everything. Yeah. And what I will tell you is that. Thankfully, through frequency work and my own frequency resonance rising, your thoughts are still present, okay? Because they're there. That's the nature of the, the mind to think. Yes, to think, yeah. that's its job. You're yeah. never not gonna have an ego, you're never not gonna have a mind, because you're a human. So it's not about like squashing it or killing it, right? Yeah, it's we just, need it. We need it, yeah. it's just that we don't wanna be enslaved to it, right? And so it can feel like, oh my God, like I can't make this thing shut up, right? It's just like constant. And what I'll say is as you do more frequency work, your mind gets more and more still. And what's awesome is that, um, and it's such a relief. It's like hallelujah, finally, because it's just like, oh God, it's so loud. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, when I first started doing yoga many years ago, I would do it to get my mind to still, right? To just like get some relief from the la, 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 constantly. Yep. And then I took it up again a couple of years ago, briefly, and the teacher would instruct for, you know, to become present and to not have your, you know, to, to release the mind. But I noticed that my mind wasn't even active. And it wasn't that I was better then. It was just like, oh my God, this is so different than it was before. Right. Right? It was such a market experience, a difference, I mean, market difference in experience. I was like, okay, this is like totally worth it. like my mind is still compared to the last time I did this years ago.
1: That gives hope to the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So So if you have a crazy chattery mind. You, there is hope that there is you hope. can find this the space and the yes. stillness. Yeah. Notice the thoughts like clouds passing yeah. by, whatever yeah. metaphor. Yeah. And it's not like, uh,
0: just so you know, I mean, a lot of people try to aspire to like that, uh, what often is talked about in like Zen Buddhism, which is like, um, you know, like a, a Zen mind, you know, like nothing.
1: No like mind. No right? mind, yeah. yes.
0: So, you know, I feel like for most of us, that's going to be difficult to have all the time. That's not the aspiration is to learn that your mind isn't y- you, right? And so, isn't
1: in control. control exactly. Yeah.
0: That it's not necessarily the thing that you want to be dominant all the time, right? You're just having thoughts. They're just thoughts. They're human and that's fine, mm-hmm. but they're not you. Like the only thing that defines you.
1: Right, right. right. So that's it's the like key. the distance between you and your thoughts yes. maybe widens.
0: Yeah, exactly. So you can perceive them, right? So, <laughs> you know, when I talk about when you move into your big S self, this identification from spirit, you notice that you're having the thoughts. You can almost even laugh at your thoughts sometimes. You're like, really? I'm thinking that right now? This is hilarious that I'm thinking this or that I believe that or that's my story. And you can kind of laugh at it. I mean, it's not about like... um, like self abuse, you just think it's kind of funny. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, there I am believing that. All right. Well, do I really need to believe this right now? Or that's an interesting story that I'm choosing to hang on to. Maybe I should let that go, you know, or whatever. Yeah, and that it is. lightens
1: everything. Yeah, it's totally. good to lighten things up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it just becomes easier to see our own patterns, our stories, our beliefs, conclusions, because we don't, the when the mind isn't dominant, we don't miss, we can just get, have perspective from it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Which is really important. And yeah. mind slash ego in this case. Yes, right? yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So just to clarify. Okay. So to me, the mind purely is just thinking, right? So it's just pure thought, right? Just thought meaning there's no judgment. The ego is the thing that attaches the shoulds. Okay. Right. You should do this. If you're going to be good, you should not like the shoulding. Mm-hmm. That's the judgment part. That's the ego part. Mm-hmm. The mind is to me, just thinking, just thinking. Okay. okay? So just to distinguish in That's okay. It's helpful.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Thank you. That that's clear. Now, now I feel like we can kind of dive into the topic yeah. a little more. So, sure. when when do you think we notice when the ego is disguising itself as enlightenment? Is it yeah. easier to see it in others versus yeah. yourself? You know.
0: Yeah. Well, it's often easier to see it in others. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like anything. <Most> <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's funny. A lot of people don't have that discernment, I found, okay. mm-hmm. right? Because we're, again, so conditioned to giving our power away, which we talked about in a different episode, right? Anybody who has authority, who seems to be more put together, more confident, more knowledgeable, more well-spoken, more enlightened, has more downloads, whatever, we're like, oh, they're better than us. Here, we'll give our power away, mm-hmm. right? So we don't actually turn off our ability to discern, when someone's playing an enlightenment and not really mm. actually because we when, do you see what I'm saying yeah. as soon as we hand over our power like that we stop checking with ourselves right. like is this resonant like is this true for me and then we lose our discernment to be like Hmm, what is this person doing? Like are they And it's not like I'm telling you to go out there and be defended and every check everybody out. But you know, just, just feeling yourself. Like just is is this what this person's saying resonant with me? Is it yes. true for me? It's true for them, but is it true for me? Mm-hmm. And then um as you do that, as you cultivate that and you build that muscle of like holding your space from another person and holding your own power, you can then scan and see, hmm, how congruent are they? Okay. And what I mean by the ego mind masquerading as awakening, one of the things, an example of this, like what this can look like. Okay. So there is often in people who take on a spiritual journey, a a great desire to be enlightened, right? Because we all, for different reasons, right? Some of us are trying to get to enlightenment because we're trying to escape something that's painful to us, right? So we don't want to be with it. So we really prefer to not be in it. And have something better, right? Because right. that seems pretty good. Yep. Um, some of us are just compelled towards it. We don't know why, but we've been seeking, to, you know, we just have this feeling like there's something else, there's something more. So I'm mm. compelled towards it. Whatever the reason is that you're moving towards. Enlightenment. There's a real like desire to have it, or to like, even understand how things work, or to see beyond the the, the physical. Or like it's just kind of cool, you know? it's Yeah, like, a lot Whoa. of us are curious. Curious. You're yeah. just like, what, what is, else there? is there? there out yeah, there? Exactly. And why am I here? Yeah. yeah Why am I here? Like, what's all this mystery? There seems to be a lot of it, you yeah. know. Yeah. So of course we're aspiring to, you know, um, know more of the unknowable, like yeah. to delve into the mystery. Yeah. So in that process, a lot of us, because we have egos. So let I me mean, also go a step back. The ego likes to compare, okay, because it needs to feel powerful. And the way that it feels powerful is being better than someone else. So more awake, more smart, more spoken, better, just whatever, higher in resonance, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. Better in some way. Mm-hmm. And then what can happen is you'll notice it's your ego when you start to go like, I'm not as good as someone because of name, any number of things. This happens a lot when we watch social media, by the way, right? Like all the time you're like, Oh, this person's amazing. And I suck because of X, Y, Z. They're amazing because of this.
1: You're constantly comparing, meaning you're constantly in ego mind when you're on Instagram. Usually. usually. Yeah. Yeah, Usually. 99% of the time. Yeah. So
0: there's this great desire to embody awakening because if we do then it tells our ego like, Oh, we've made it. And our ego mind just also to back up again a little bit wants to be dominant. It wants to run the show why because it's like an identity it's like a part like an aspect of yourself part of the uh, like rising of your frequency resonance the moving into the big s self means you have distance from your ego it's no longer dominant mm-hmm. something else this essence of you mm-hmm. this knowingness of yourself from the level of infinite indestructible consciousness which may seem very far off for some of you and i get that but there's part of you that knows intuitively something greater about self, right? Mm -hmm. Other than your mind. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So when we go into this, um, when we, when we start to identify with the big S self more, the little S self, the ego doesn't have as much sway because we have perspective of it, right? We don't necessarily believe it all the time, which is great. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with thinking there's nothing necessarily wrong with the ego mind. It's just have perspective of it, right? It's just like not necessarily believing it all the time right? or thinking that that's the only thing that defines you.
1: Right. The really, identity
0: piece is huge. It's huge, yeah. yeah. So the ego doesn't particularly want to be diminished, right? So it'll do things often to trick you to thinking that you're awakened because you really, really, really want it because we're so attached to it, right? Mm -hmm. We really, that would be awesome if we like had all this authority and knew all this cool stuff and received downloads and Mm -hmm. heard things talking to us and all that cool stuff. It seems like a superpower. Okay. That's your ego because you want to feel Mm. somehow important, valid, right? Worthy in some way, right? I'm not saying people don't experience some of that stuff. They do. Okay. I'm not belittling that part of it. I'm saying just notice if you're doing it and feel like you have to share it with others to make yourself feel more awake, more powerful, more fill in the blank.
1: What would be like the big S self version of wanting that? Does that make sense? Like what if, what if we do find ourselves wanting special powers or da, 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 that you're saying that's the ego speaking? Yeah. And so a big S self version of that would just be, I just... I just want to be. I just or am. I just am. Okay. <laughs> I just am. Because it doesn't... There's be- no wanting. Yeah. There's yearning no There's for something outside of you. Yes, that's right. Even if it's something outside of you that's going to come from within you. Yeah. You know it what I mean? Like special Power or something. something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I am. I am. There's no mm-hmm. requirement other than the beingness. Because it's complete and whole. There there's, go. An, there's an there's yeah right and then the thing about it is as we rise in frequency resonance even more and pierce the veil of forgetting when we start to merge back into like this these aspects of pure source meaning not the aspect of pure source but when we merge into pure source or have our version of that experience we really then feel like we are part of everything and everything is part of us mm-hmm. so what else do you need i mean really yeah Okay, um, so you don't need the superpowers. You don't need all the need for that kind of stuff, which, by the way, is cool, and I get it. Mm-hmm. That's an ego thing, because we don't feel like we're enough. Mm. But when you start to experience the big S self as infinite and destructible consciousness, and you start to pierce the veil of forgetting, and you merge with the all that is, like, there is nothing. Now, for
1: it. some people who have not listened to, maybe this is their first podcast, sure. Pierce the veil of forgetting. Yeah, maybe you'll oh, yeah, clarify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I know, but yeah, yeah. Some, no, no, know. I some do know. It. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate Yeah, thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you
0: choose to come into embodiment in this consciousness level, you drop in frequency resonance because uh, you typically are something that is resonating higher and is not embodied, and you have to drop in frequency resonance to come into the density of form or embodiment. Okay, physical embodiment. When you do that, one of the things that you agree to and you, as you drop in frequency resonance in order to make the collective illusion work is that you have to drop through what I call the veil of forgetting. And the veil of forgetting is when you forget that you are infinite, indestructible consciousness, that you are intrinsically part of the all that is, or pure source, or the divine. And the divine is part of you. You're integrated. Like, there is no separateness. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge forgetting right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So this feeling of like disconnection does can't it doesn't, it's not possible because you are implicitly part of the all that is. Like we are one. That is another aspect of the veil of forgetting. Mm-hmm. It's like you forget that we are one and which that we, we chose to do yes this thing as exactly. we came into embodying. Exactly. Yeah. And we choose to do this. Thank you for clarifying. So mm-hmm. the reason we choose to do this is to transcend the physical illusion that we are separate, right? That we are finite. And as we transcend that and reclaim or remember the oneness and the infiniteness that we are, it's tremendous um, growth on spirit level because it's like you had to transcend so much to remember, right? So it's like a massive amount of momentum. That's why you choose to do it, okay? And also the experience of density, I know it can be really painful. Where are you gonna get it? Like Think about it. Most things are not embodied, like it's d- disembodied energy. Most of the times, most, if you, um, look at what different scientists say, like matter is very small compared to the non-matter, right? Yeah. Very small in percentage, tiny. Yeah. So a lot of the experience of the embodiment is something desirable, right? Like it's so intense. Like we think we're going to die. We have all these emotions. We have all these thoughts. We have like sensory experience. We have pain. It's not like pleasurable necessarily. And we have pleasure, but all that intensity is not something you get when you're like floating around as like infinite indestructible consciousness. You know? Right. You know, like it's not the same. Right. You know, it's just not as intense. So therefore the learning is not as rapid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. It just takes longer because what you have to transcend in the form is so much greater.
1: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's why we
0: do it. My long answer to your question.
1: <laughs> that's great. Yeah. You can kind of think about it like a game. Yeah. And that lightens things too. Totally. You know, it's less serious. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, everything's kind of like a hologram. Yeah. It you is on <laughs> It's not like it is a hologram. It's a rendering. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that that lightens the mood a bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So what would you say when you're kind of in a moment where you've been able to discern, Mm -hmm. as you said, um, maybe someone in front of you, um, whether it's a a large group Mm -hmm. event or just you and someone else, you're kind of witnessing um, someone else's ego as... Uh, masquerading as, as awakening as awakening right yeah um you know we don't want to judge anyone and be like yeah uh, you know yeah i hate this person you know yeah i don't know what would what would you kind Do. of suggest
0: yeah. uh my suggestion would be to hold your space Boom. so it's like yeah. you just you're aware of what's happening you're like okay so i see that clearly and this is why it's so important you know, in frequency work to gain more and more neutrality. That just happens as a natural byproduct of you releasing distortion patterns. Mm-hmm. You approach more and more neutrality. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can witness them and be present for them. And you can even think to yourself, wow, that's a hard choice they're making right now because it's painful, right? They don't feel awakened. That's why their ego mind is doing that. It is not a pleasant place to be. I mean, they may be doing it in a way to make themselves feel better or maybe even belittle you to make themselves, themselves be- feel better. better. Yeah. Maybe they're not doing it in a way that's that conscious. And it's still painful, right? So I'm not saying like take in their pain or anything like that. No. no, you just hold, your, hold space, your space, but witness it and notice, oh, wow, that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's a hard thing to experience right now. And that's what's happening for them. And I don't need to take any of that on. Yep. And I do not need to give them my power.
1: Huge. Yeah. 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 Um, there's someone in our community that I'm thinking about that um, labels themselves as a healer mm-hmm. um, and a few other modalities mm-hmm. and- you know, I've noticed some people um, will name it, mm-hmm. and others don't quite notice just yet or something. Mm-hmm. but they have this very pushy um, exactly what you're saying, like the e- their ego is masquerading as enlightened. Mm-hmm. and um they tend to push themselves on other people. I'm saying this because, as a personal example, mm-hmm. um I noticed myself um, as someone who used to very often, Um, have a permeable spirit body, maybe Mm -hmm. you would say, allow others to to enter in because I want to please them and Mm -hmm. because I care about them or whatever. Mm -hmm. So my point is I was in front of this person for the first time in maybe a few months Mm -hmm. and I noticed my growth through being with this pushy ego, spiritual person, and um, I did exactly that, held my space. So for those who are maybe in my position and somewhat new to this, Mm -hmm. I just noticed my thoughts of, oh, they're trying to push this thing on me again. They Mm -hmm. want me to try this new thing that's gonna make me so enlightened, whatever. (laughs) And it's like so obviously like way pushy. You don't need to do that when you're actually like, basically the lies Mm -hmm. and the inauthenticity was very clear. Yeah to me versus being pulled by it yeah so I witnessed it watched it and I literally did what you've said where you become aware of your spirit body yeah and I didn't let her in to my space yeah yeah and it nice. wasn't again it wasn't like this cold you are you know you yeah. can see it as that but it's not it's just actually loving yourself yes yeah yeah, yeah. and so that's, awesome. that's a good way i guess if people want to track how are they doing you yeah know, go in front of those people that you used to allow to depower you disempower yeah, you. you yeah yeah and um yeah hold your space and see yeah. that
0: yeah and I'll, mm-hmm. I, I also that's awesome I think that's such a great example because you can actually measure your growth yeah and I've also noticed that you know it's funny and this I don't know why this tends to happen but a lot of times um in places like where there's a group or there's ceremony happening oftentimes and sort of like um uh, it doesn't matter what circle okay whether it's new Age or spiritual or whatever traditional it doesn't really matter a lot of times people will share whatever happened to them in an experience in that experience okay so whatever modality happened mm-hmm. they had an experience that was non-ordinary let's call it and they are sharing because they want to show everyone that they're enlightened does that make sense so they're doing it not because they're honoring their ex- experience exactly but it's really to show everyone how like awake and advanced they are okay notice if you have an experience if you really need to share it or if it's helpful for you to hold that experience within to let it integrate for you yeah. okay because it's your experience it was given to you yeah and it's interesting because i noticed that for women especially like we like to share right we want to share yes and that's it's exciting lovely. something, something just so powerful. powerful yeah and yeah. we want to do that and that's great and to check in with yourself and this will happen as you clarify, okay? Mm-hmm. So as you release more distortion, you'll be like, do I need to speak this right now? Mm-hmm. Or can it be quiet within me? And allow for whatever this experience is to unfold within me, however it's meant to, okay? Because I notice that when people do this, they literally leech out the power, like on frequency level, like the power of that experience it leaves them. Yes. It leaks out as they share because they're just falling prey to those ego mind distortion patterns of low self worth, non deserving, wanting to be loved, like needing affirmation. I'm like, whoa, mm-hmm. there it goes. There it goes. Yep.
1: And now, what just happened, this super special thing. Just kind of lost, lost its it. shine. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And you've just leached
0: it all over the place. Yep. So it's um, very important to be mindful of that and to notice if you, and it's okay to say, you know, I don't feel like sharing. You know, Mm -hmm. this is for me, I'm still integrating it or whatever. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to share. And I know for some women that's very off putting because they're like, well, she doesn't want to share. You know, it seems like we don't want to trust them. Like, she's having an experience.
1: (laughs) And it's hers. It's hers. It's like I had said before, it's like a little secret. Yeah. It's your little secret. Yeah. And again, it's not like if you do share, you're a bad person. No. But there's, uh, I understand what you're saying. You could journal, you could share with your mother or one person. Person? And then that kind of, gives you that feeling of like, oh, I shared this special thing, get that like agreeing or whatever from someone. Yes. And then, yeah, keep your secret.
0: Yeah. And it's sort of like, you know, when you're sharing, um, Chris said this and I think it's really fantastic. It's like when you share with somebody, you're bringing them into your inner experience. So if you're going to do that, why are you doing it? Are you doing it because it's beneficial to them, that it helps them, that it's relevant, you know? any of those things or are you doing it because you're like, well, I want to feel good about myself right now and everyone else seems very awake and I don't and I better say something that sounds really cool. You know, whatever, just to notice that in yourself. Okay. So please know I'm not judging it. We all go through this, but just notice when your ego starts to play these little games with you mm-hmm. and starts to like make you try to feel like you're super awake. And the other thing that the ego can do, and I've noticed this, is a lot of people will think they're very advanced spiritually, like the woman that, or the healer type that you talked about. Yeah. But yeah. yet, they act like a lower resonating person.
1: Okay. Their actions. Their actions
0: okay. mm-hmm. are not consistent with yes. how they perceive themselves. Oh, that's huge. Huge, happens yeah. all the time. All the right? time. Yeah. So people will act out of integrity. They will uh, like push their like agenda onto you, which yeah. is really them pushing the frequency into your space, meaning that they have no ability to hold their own space or hold neutrality and allow you to have your experience or like, trying to get you to do something. So it's really just control mm-hmm. at that point. They're sharing their experience without any, uh, any awareness of how it might impact the other. Like, yep. you know, like you've pulled them into your experience, You've just like, like emotionally vomited all over the person. Okay. That's not, and then just leave and then you leave. Yeah. You're like, that's not enlightened. That's either. not
1: awakened no. at all. No. <laughs> it's pretty unconscious. No. And again, this isn't judgment. No. It's
0: all awareness. Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's just like be mindful of mm-hmm. the stuff that your ego mind does mm-hmm. to make you think like, I got it. I'm like all that. Like, look at me. You know, so highly resonant. But and and to notice where it is that your ego mind is doing that. And as you say, it's not about like judging and self-flagellating. It's like. Where do I need that affirmation? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Find the low pattern of like you, this is about at a certain point, it becomes stalking about stalking your distortion patterns because yeah. you have enough, you know, when you've cleared enough and you know this, right? Yeah. When you've cleared enough, of your distortion patterns. when you're not like, Oh my God, I just got to get out just of this. Mock, yeah. Right. Like, right. Uh, yeah. right. There is a point at the beginning when it's kind of like that. Right. And you're just like, Oh, for the love of God, let you're me just get rid of it. Distortion. Yeah. yeah. And you just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay. Yeah. At some point your head comes up. It does happen. It does. And, then you're like, wait a minute. Now it becomes like you stalking your distortions. It's like I can, I know you're here. I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna mm-hmm. delete you because really, it then changes the power dynamic. You're not just like this victim to the distortion patterns. It's like, well, no, wait a minute. I identify from more than my spirit, more than my ego mind. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm coming from the big S self. Okay, I'm empowered here. I can release these. I can find these distortion patterns and work on releasing them. So it's a really key shift. Okay. That is and like I said, it's not about perfection. But that moment of like shift when you start to stalk your distortion patterns is like you become empowered and you also realize you're fallible, you're human, right? And it's not about perfection. It's about the process of clarifying and noticing and learning. To me it's never failure unless you don't unless you choose not to learn.
1: There you are, it. like you added the choose. Choose yeah, not it, to learn. that's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Frequency work. Definitely brings up, you know. Just to reiterate, it brings up what is in front of, what is blocking you from your brilliance. Yes. Right? So that's the first thing you see it, the awareness piece. Mm-hmm. But what are you gonna do about, about it? It. it? You can't do anything. It's yeah. gonna, it, you, Karen, like, yeah. You can show the way or help um, illuminate these yeah. shadow pieces, but it's up to us, yeah. the free will to to say, no, I'm not doing that anymore. That's right. Yeah.
0: Because you, that is claiming, see, it's interesting that you said that because that's about you claiming your sovereignty, mm. right? It's like, actually, I'm the one who's empowered because I am co-creating this reality. So yes, I can have someone help me, they can guide me, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But unless I do this, it's not gonna change yeah. because I have free will, I am choosing this. So it's really awesome when you have that like, ding, like, wow, like, yes, actually, I'm the one that's like, I mean, accountability sounds heavy and terrible, but I'm like, no, it's awesome because it means that you're empowered to make a change. Yeah. You are. Some
1: people listening might think, um, like, wow, that sounds exhausting to constantly be, what did you say? Um, stalking, stalking Stalking your your distortions. distortions. Yeah. But it's, it's not actually, yeah. Yeah. I feel like If you're coming maybe from a different place, it can be, Mm -hmm. but it's coming from an empowered place. Yes,
0: totally. And that happens as a natural consequence as your your frequency resonance rises. As you clear more and more of your distortions, it happens. Mm -hmm. So I know for some of you who are listening who are new, you're like, oh God, you know, like, I don't even know what they're talking about. You'll get there. Yeah right? It mm. will come to a point where you're mm. like, if you keep going and you keep confirming the removal, like just like, because what are you cultivating when you're confirming the removal? That awareness, yep. that awareness is what leads you to that sovereignty, to that experience of the big S self, because you are aware of yourself. And that is in part self-mastery. Yes. So that's Empower- the thing. Empowerment. empowerment. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all really key. So even though it feels like at the beginning, you're like, ah, just know that what you're doing is important mm-hmm. to what we're talking about now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Great. So the ego masquerading itself. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for all those keys and tips, Karen. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times, until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for when the ego masquerades as awakening. So this GFC will start to help clarify for you when your ego is being active, so you can be more vigilant with it and also gain some distance from it. Okay. So it'll give you some distance from your thoughts and your emotions. So you can start to have more stability and more strength, and also experience potentially some of the big S self that I've talked about in other episodes. Okay. If you would like to learn more about the little S self and the big S self, uh, you can watch episode 86, How to Have Stability in Times of Chaos. All right. So first, becoming aware of your body, and as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the soles of your feet. Noticing the space between each of your toes. They're not all the same. So just noticing the space between each of your toes. Good. And then when you're ready, becoming aware of the nape of your neck. So if you have longer hair and it's down, noticing the feeling of your hair against the nape of your neck, or perhaps the feeling of the air on this part of your body, yeah, Good. And now please become aware of your breath. Without changing it at first, just noticing how it is in this moment in time. Notice if you have a need to judge it or a desire to change it. And after you've spent a few breaths noticing your breath, Whenever you're ready, starting to deepen it, to allow it to become much slower, much deeper, and much more round. Notice if you can allow your breath to fill up Not just the front part of your body, but also the back part of your body and your side body. Good. Noticing if you can allow your breath to drop even further into your body deep into your belly. Now for some of you, you can go even deeper than that. You can go right into your pelvic floor. Just notice how deep your breath can be. Good. And for those of you who are more experienced noticing the specifics of your breath, the feeling of it as it enters your lungs, as it disperses through the lungs, the temperature of it as it enters your lungs and the temperature of it as it exits the space between the inhale and the exhale. Just notice the details of your breath. Good. And now please notice your surroundings. Noticing the soundscape around you. Noticing the sounds both on your end and my end. The birds are particularly raucous today on my end, so you likely will hear them. And noticing all these little details of sound. It's rhythm, cadence. The more high-pitched sounds that we don't often hear. You're just stretching your sense of sound. Now, some of you may start to feel sound, okay? So for those of you who are new and you don't know what I'm talking about, don't worry about it. If you're new though, and this intuitively makes sense to you, then go ahead and do it, okay? It doesn't have to do with length of time. So for those that this makes sense to, you're going to feel the sound in addition to like physically sensing it. good and now please become aware of the quality of the air around you so that would include the temperature the humidity the movement of the air. Good. And when you're ready, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, uh, likely you'll need to blink your eyes open and identify three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you Identify those objects. What they are is not important. You're going to notice the distance between each object and you. And then you're going to feel the distance between each object and you. And you'll do this for each object. So let's imagine that object A is the desk. And the desk is about six foot away from you. You're going to then notice or feel, excuse me, the distance between the desk and you. And you're going to do the same thing for objects B and objects C. And you'll notice that as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will clarify, become more present. Good. When you're complete with that, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. And as you have your attention here, we're going to take a nice deep breath, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of five. And when you're complete with that five count, releasing your breath at the speed and intensity that works for you, holding your breath out for a count of six, noticing the length of count that you choose. If you attempted to speed it up, keep it the same. Just notice. Good. And what we're waiting for is for the mastermind to coalesce and to become coherent. So for those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence Because when I work with really high frequencies, if I make physical noise, it just drops the resonance, which does not benefit you. I also do make physical sounds, which can include yawning, humming, or exhaling sharply. And I've noticed that's usually when I'm clearing distortion patterns that are stickier or heavier. Mm -hmm. And if I say something that really resonates with you, likely it's yours. And if I say something that you really resist, likely it's yours. So I invite you to remain open and to examine further. Shifting your attention now, please, to the top part of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. Bringing your attention to the upper part of your solar plexus. So if you find the midpoint and then up, that's the upper part of your solar plexus. You're just going to bring your attention here. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, Imagining a brilliance that you either see or feel at its very center. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it starts to brighten and intensify. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs, through your bones, and out through the flesh and the muscles, radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length, all around you. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere, and as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to pull your frequency resonance even higher, irrespective of where it began. How high your frequency resonance is dictates the amount of momentum you have, how much change you can have, how many distortions you can release, and how quickly you integrate. This is one of the most important things we do together. Good. Yep. Yeah. Bring your attention, please, to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. This pattern is an ego-mind pattern of wanting to be right, and then right behind it, another pattern of wanting to be perceived as better than, okay? It could show up in different forms, better than, smarter than, more awakened than, etc., Yep. Bringing your attention to the space behind your forehead. However far back you want to go is up to you. Mm -hmm. So this happens to be the distortion pattern of attachment to identity as being perceived a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing your attention, please, to the entire brain. Okay, including your brain stem as it descends into your spinal cord. So this has to do with, um, this distortion has to do with a strong need for certainty, okay, of things looking a certain way. So wanting that definition. So meaning, if you think that spiritual advancement is X, if it's defined like that, you want the certainty of it. As opposed to being in the surrender of what it might look like for you. Okay. So, releasing this.
2: Mm-hmm. Good.
0: Yeah. Bringing your attention back to that space behind the forehead. So this has to do, this is a control pattern of the mind wanting to have control or the experience. So even if the experience is awakened or awakening, the mind wants it to be a certain way in order to have certainty, okay, to feel powerful. So we're releasing the control pattern here. Because ironically, this control pattern is going to create a stop in terms of how far you can move on spirit level. With this level of control, you can't really rise in frequency resonance beyond a certain point. You can think you are, but you... Would not be releasing this.
2: There we go.
0: your attention to the xiphoi process, and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button, clearing out your pain body, resetting it, and integrating it with a higher resonating version of self. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit Luminosity. Dot .com for more targeted support.